We respectfully acknowledge the past, present, and emerging traditional owners of the land of the indigenous people, the traditional custodians of the land where this podcast is recorded, and pay respects to their culture and identity, which has been bound up with the land and sea for generations. So that's why, hence, your Yoyoba continue. So now I'm back on my Yori Yori level. All right. All right. Yo, yo, how is everyone doing? I'm <laughs> on. <laughs> Now, buddy, just do something big now, and you don't want to allow us here. What again? So, we see, yeah. Say, yeah. buddy, you don't buy, uh, you don't buy the Benz. I never buy the Benz, my brother. Soon, soon, soon come, soon come, soon come. Buddy, buy so, Benz, okay. soon come, soon come. Uh, <laughs> Victor, you, you, you may go punish you. What, 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 Okay. <laughs> I think everyone is present and alert, and no one is on yo 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 levels again. Nah. Yeah, everyone is present and alert. It's always to wake you guys up and see what's popping. Yo, what's popping? I like that shit. All right, Kenny, you are, you are introducing yourself to people now. We've been gone for a few days for like two minutes so uh, right right guys we're really really sorry that we've been gone for a few weeks it's just um we're trying to get a few things sorted out like mid-season uh, break mid-season break that was an excuse bro stick with ah uh, forget tell these people are your people tell people what is really mid-season break bro there is no mid-season break who they call it break mid-season break who they breathe all of us exactly we don't have to choke we got breathe now so we have yeah. mid-season yeah, like, break like Buddy said, misses in break, but we're also trying to fix a few things like uh, uh, audio quality. We realized that um, we haven't been um, providing um, the best quality, so we've, we've, um, we're trying to fix that. Hopefully, this episode comes out better than the other ones that we've released in the past. And um, spending time with my family, more time, you know, more and time. Buddy moved house also. And but uh, Buddy will tell us all the merriments that has been happening in his life in the past few weeks. Now he's he's like uh, he's on the wavy level. Mm, so now I'm gonna be yo yo. Yeah, now I'm be yori yori master. I didn't know why you guys allowed in that shit, bro. Let's let it slide, though. That's that's fine. That's, that's it's 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 a normal thing. Like it's it, it go happen to all of us. So just let let it slide, bro. Exactly. Where did that where did that stuff come from anyway? Uh, it's go go now. Yeah, yeah. Seen it before. Ah, nah. we'll go talk out for one movie. One movie. Say, <laughs> make you worry. Don't they ginger? Everybody go chop break for us. <laughs> <laughs> We just be saying the breakfast go different for everybody. Man. I did tell you some people feed chop a bar, some people feed chop suya, some people feed chop uh use breakfast, but at the end of the day, we all go. And then some people feed chop kunchi self. Say so kunchi or kunchi? Kunchi. What's kunchi? What's kunchi? Kunchi. Ah, no, no, sabi kunchi. No, no. What's kunchi? Jawasi. Go on, bro. Kunchi. Or pum pum, or like I'm, I'm a bit confused. Same man, same man. This is yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay so I talked about coochie. Mm. Oh boy, uh, the best, the best breakfast is um, Ogia Momoi or Ogia Nakara. On coochie. Never chop five a.m. coochie. Five a.m. coochie. Oh, you better pass coochie. Bro, I knew you guys. I knew, I knew, I knew you guys were, were going to plug this shit. Like I, 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 I was, I was waiting. I was Victor, you, 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 a few weeks and yeah it, a lot of things have been happening in, in all our lives but we're back now and as Kenny said we're trying to get um better audio apparently our audio wasn't top notch and maybe for some reason my voice wasn't I don't know picking very well but hopefully your voice wasn't top notch my voice exactly maybe my voice wasn't top notch so to make damage you like you lie to people on the podcast when you promise them deluxe um, content because yeah, no best. I go send 5am kunchi, bro. Oh, God, no. <laughs> so, what about the ladies? 
<laughs> what about men and they chop each other? Okay, man. okay. Chop, chop me, make I chop you, man. No go verse. Hey, man, no go verse. Anyway, 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 this is Buddy Becky Bello, aka the Sexy Tiger, aka Daddy AFJ. You know what to do. Can you know what to do with all this is rubbish now? Just cut and come out. As as usual, guys. You know, they they started hating on me again, but we move. You know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, Victor, you've been quiet. What 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 have you been up to in the past couple of? What have day? you been up to, buddy? I just said that. I just said you've been up to a few different things. I, I moved houses. Yeah, um, that's good news. Share good news now. May everybody tap to your blessing. Yeah, my breakfast now, as you said earlier. Now, so yeah, I moved. I moved. I moved houses. Yeah, I think this this was already exposed me too much. I got a house and I moved. I moved houses. Thank you mean God. you moved to your bungalow with your two by two room? It's not a bungalow. It's a it's a townhouse on, on a golf it's course. Two by two size of room next to the water. So yes, I'm I'm living that lavish life. If that's what Bad y'all want to is living on a golf course next to the water. You need to put that bit though. Yeah, next to the water. That's the lifestyle everybody wants to. Exactly. That's what we want to get to. I think the picture for this podcast should just be that dude then. Yeah, we can do that shit. <laughs> yeah, so Dimitri, what have you been up to? Um, not a lot actually. I was just thinking about it recently that my life has just been all about work, 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 and I probably need to just take a break and like just step back and look at how to not get stuck in this rat race, which is what this episode is all about, anyway. Like um being like a migrant and instead of just getting stuck in the rat race how you can because i mean obviously we all we all had like entrepreneurial like dreams or pursuits when we were back home in nigeria because i mean especially if you're grown up in lagos there are things that you wanted to do for yourself as against just working for someone all your life and i think a lot of times when you move to like a foreign country you just get stuck in that rat race and before you know it you're like 45 or 50 and i don't know about you guys but it's really scary how like people just walk into their old age in foreign countries as uh, like yeah, Australia like, and the rest. like because 60s 70s they are still freaking working every day and it's like now don't go retire and yeah i think it's happy. just the industrialist society everyone everyone just keeps working that's capital that's not really it i think a bit some of it is mortgage also some of them are still paying their mortgage and shit but yeah yeah, yeah. but but the thing is, that's not just um, um, the migrants. That's everyone, even the... No, no, I wasn't talking about migrants. About, about yeah. To that point, that's everybody. But like, what I'm just <laughs> saying is, if you're, if we're not careful, we'll probably... If we're not careful, we're just going to find ourselves also in that age, all of our entrepreneurial dreams and everything abandoned. You're yeah. just doing like your nine to five every day until you wake up and you're like 71 day and it's like, fuck, I wanted to do that, 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 and... I've just lost it all going to work every day. So it's great yeah. that we're going to address that issue today. Like maybe how you can take a step back and even now we can even encourage each other, discuss some of the things we wanted to do back home in Nigeria and how you can do them again when you get here and not get stuck in the rat race. Yeah. And then not eat 5 a.m. Kunji. Oh, <laughs> come on, guys. Come on. So, um, so back in Nigeria, um, Dimeji, did you have any? Victor never oh, introduced himself. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. oh, oh, sorry. Um, hey guys, how you doing? It's been a minute. Yeah, like um, Dimeji, just busy with work, 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 trying to you know relax and not be exhausted. You know, trying to fight burnout and all that. But since better, we're taking a chill pill. You need to never come my house, so you did beef me. No, be me. Are you go the house? Go fix him. Uh, go. It's uh, not pack and tie. You don't come. I, I, you can't work be now. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. I get for man. I don't tell you now. Uh, Continue speaking English. Do you go like this? I can't disturb you five a.m. Make you give me food. Well, my brother, <laughs> I know. I don't have kuchi for you. Don't have kuchi for five a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which time now they talk sorry again? You hope you be five years. I don't have put it for you. Sorry, Victor. I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can I can't help you with that, bro. Uh. Exactly. So I need to get that bread so I can have my own pictures. Mm, continue. 
I, I hope your um your wife to be here this Nigeria and then you explain to her the five a.m. coaches that they are eating. What are you saying? Wife day Nigeria. <sighs> Victor, hmm? over to you. How is that information necessary? Ah, Victor, the carry on show. Grandmaster, you disclaimer that I did not can comment. Victor, the disclaimer. I can, I can not. I can either agree or disagree to that. Not disagree. Wow. Wow. Victor, Victor, the carrier, say, if you don't text, say, your wife didn't tell you, say, no. Say, because you're on the show, they need to do this episode. Now, why you want? Oh, God. You know, you know that your wife is out. When I know they call Victor wife on the show, now, wife. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. His wife is in Nigeria, but he wants No, 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 no. Kenny, you're not understanding what Dimeji is saying. Dimeji is saying that the only show we did here, now he's the one wife now. Uh, <laughs> don't forget you might be the name that. And I will think I'm in love with the stripper. She's waking up 5 a.m. for that. So I'm in love with the stripper. We're not nowhere. Anyway, it's that's bro, if that's alright, bro. If, if that's what she like, that's fine. It's part of being an, 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 an entrepreneur. So, that's okay. Um, yeah, sorry, before you go on, buddy, um, I was just going to tell everyone, like, <laughs> for everyone that is really interested, I was, I, I put up a post on my Instagram, like, recently, um, on, um, on my story. So, I've been watching this, um, YouTube, um, channel, the BBC Africa YouTube channel. Yeah. And there is this, um, history of Africa actually told by Africans, like, it's like 20 part series. Anyone who's really interested in what, in watching, that sort of stuff, like was it, I, I saw it and I was really and I really liked it. Was it on Netflix? No, it's on YouTube. Oh. But the thing is, you know, people don't like ads. So my my YouTube is premium, so I, I wasn't watching any ads while it was playing. So I know people will be mm-hmm. frustrated watching it, you know. Because I don't mind watching it though. If I, I spent two hours watching Whiskey's live performance, I don't mind watching that. This is gonna take you days to finish because it's like twenty episodes and it's like it doesn't um, matter. I don't mind. It's it's about Africa. I'm African. Why well, not? it's really really good. It's really it's, it's done by this. Um, it's done by BBC in conjunction with um, you know UNESCO you know, and and um um this woman um that works with BBC called um Zena Badawi. And That's what really I'm good. saying. Do you know what really puts me off? I really enjoyed the two minutes video, but why the hell she spell her name as Z Z E I N all these you all these you Anglo Anglophonic people. This that oh is she's Zainab Zainab. Why nah, people she that way? is she is Sudanese and they, they speak Arabic. So okay, is Arabic. You don't know any words in Arabic except whatever they tell you. So I I, I I learned I learned Arabic. And or even even Say even the Arab. I thought all Muslims learned Arabic in exactly. Yeah. But no, even the, I'll tell you, my even, guy, I'm a, I'm even the Arab, we, even we the Arab don't spell their name that way. We learned the we read the Quran, but no, 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 not, a lot of us didn't really understand what it meant. Like you just read the Quran, like just reading for reading sake. So Kenny, hold on. All those graduate from uh, Mileke, one of the graduates. And I just like that's to read Quran. But Kenny, let me let me. I, I want to hold you to something you've said. Are you trying to tell tell me now that um Arabic is the middle language of, of South Sudan or Sudan? Yeah. No. Is is English the ne- the language for, for, for Nigeria? Yes. Yes. Oh really. Really. So I guess I guess it's, it's, it's the official language. It's the English English is the official language, but we all have our our different languages. Yeah. What exactly. are you talking so about, same, buddy? I don't know what point same is, the same thing with Sudan, bro. Arabic isn't their first language. But so are you trying to say he doesn't language. speak the language he speaks? You better I'm not telling you, I'm not saying that my point is how we're talking about um Africa being explained by Africans. And I said how she spelled her name Zainab. Even the Arabs don't spell Zainab that way. That's that, that, that's what I'm trying to well, say. How do you know how Arabs spell Zainab? Have you ever seen Arabs spell Zainab in English? Um I have a lot of Arab friends from <laughs> university and they don't spell their name that way, no. And the, their names are Zainabs. Yeah, I've got well, not not. I've got like one person whose name is Zainab, and it's spelled how, how we spell as Zainab. All right. Anyways, I don't want to go off on a tangent. Um, okay. It's a very, very, it's a very, very good, very, very good show. Like, if you're really interested in knowing, like, 
real history. She travels everywhere in Africa and she talks about the past kingdoms and how we sort of evolved um, as humans millions and millions of years ago. And they do a lot of research. And it's actually um, in conjunction with um, UNESCO. So she visits a lot of these sites and, you know, it's very, very interesting. I haven't finished watching it, but I, I, I saw like, I've seen like 10 episodes and I thought, oh, this is really, really good. What's it called? called? It's called The History of Africa and it's on, um, it's on YouTube. So oh, just the, history, just go, the History of Africa by Zena Badawi. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just go on YouTube. It's, um, there's, there's, I think they created a playlist for it so you can just start. From oh, it. nice, nice, nice. So, and each episode is, is detailed, like episode one, episode two and all that. So, yeah. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Each episode has a different theme to it. Like episode one is about, um, it's called, I think it's called <coughs> the motherland. And it talks about how everyone, you know, all humans sort of originated from, from Africa. Africa, yeah. And it talks about, um, they sort of do a bit of research about the first, um, the first set of mammals and first set of humans that sort of originated from Africa and how everyone okay. sort of, you know. Oh, nice. And then by the time you get to episode 10, it's not just about, now it's gone past like slave, it's gone to slavery. And from that, from that show, before we go into our topics, like, sorry, I'll, there was, there's been a really huge misconception. Like a lot of us really thought like the main people that were really perpetrating, um, um, in that, um, slave trade shit was like white people. Like it was, no, they sold, but, we sold no, ourselves. No. No, the Arabs also did that for a long yeah, time. Yeah. The Arabs yeah. were the first one to first do, to no, do it. Guys, it was not for the Arabs. There were, um, some people who were selling ourselves, putting ourselves before the Arabs came. For yeah, so I think years. the Portuguese came and we killed them. Oh, well, I'm talking about Nigeria. Though. I'm not, I'm, I, I don't know about. Go on. Um, sorry, listen. Looking at the history of what Portuguese did to Angola and other South Africans, yeah, yeah, yeah. the worst of the worst. Portugal That's what I'm Belgium. So Portuguese came into into into. I'm talking about Nigeria, and I don't know much about okay, the other nice. places. Okay, okay. But the Portuguese came into Nigeria first, and we 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 are trading. We kill them. The Italians have we killed. What do you mean we kill them? Yes, the independent kingdom. The Portuguese came and they tried to take over and they were killed. Are you sure about that? Because what I've read about Nigeria is like we we're very very collaborative in that shit. Like no, have, the, I'm I'm talking about ages ago. The Bini kingdom. Oh no, no, yeah, that's not the whole of Nigeria though. That's just Bini kingdom. Like yeah, yeah, Lagos, about, that shit was supported. Like I'm, I'm talking about Adam yeah, 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 yeah. and the rest of them. Were I'm, talking about, I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Um, the Benin Kingdom now, no, and then well, this is the first time I'm hearing Benin skinning the Portuguese because they actually oh, yeah. they did so, later, wow. later they did, but at first, oh, they, they killed them. Oh, they killed, oh, yeah, oh, they killed them. At first, they killed the Portuguese, they, later, they, they started trading with the Italians, and then, um, this was when the Uthman, I don't know if you guys know about Uthman down for you, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's up north, and those are the Arabs, Fulani, Fulani. yeah, Fulani. So, so. Everyone like really and truly they did divide and conquer for for Africa. But anyways, I'm I'm not going to keep going about what I'm not setting up setting up. But these are just um yeah. bits of what, bits from what I what, what what I know. But I think if you want to actually find out more, then it'd be really good if we actually watched the uh, um history of Africa. Yeah, and I and I found out one very very interesting fact as well that Ethiopia is the only country in Africa that was never colonized. And yeah. Liberia, actually. Liberia, no. Liberia Li- were actually repatriated. They were not colonized yeah. people. No, no. Li- Li- yeah. Liberians, a lot of... Liberia was created by the US because they were returning slaves from the US. Yeah. But so before then, it was a place and it wasn't colonized. Yeah, it wasn't an official country, though. It wasn't officially a country like... Like, Ethiopia was always there and they tried to they tried to colonize them, but they couldn't because, oh, you know, yeah, it was yeah. huge... It was, like, yeah, uh, yeah, it was like wars and wars, and they defeated all the Western, you know, powers yeah, and they like, colonized them. That's why um, a lot of these Jamaicans. That's why they believe in what's that? What's his name? Um, you know, was not Kali Rasta. You're correct. Um, what's um, um, Rasta? Uh, Emperor Selassie. Selassie. Yeah, that's it. Oh my God! Thank you, Kenny. Yeah, thank you, Kenny. Selassie. No, but em- Emperor Selassie was not. That was in the nineties. No, no, yeah, that was but not, not that in was ni- sorry, 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 sorry. It was in the twentieth. It was in the twentieth century, which was in the nineteen hundreds. Like, yeah, but but slavery happened like way before that. So it wasn't because of Emperor Selassie that they couldn't. They mentioned the names of the people that fought for um 
fought for Ethiopia. Emperor Selassie came years later, but he was a very, very good leader. Like, yeah, he was, yeah. was a very good leader. Like, people really, people really respected, respected that guy. It was, it was really good. Well, actually, actually, I'm actually keen now. I think from what you've said now, I'm actually going to take my time and watch all 20 episodes of that because really, I have a lot of misconceptions about Africa. Yeah. Really. I read, I read some, sorry to get, uh, cut short, Kenny. I read somewhere that one of the first universities, universities were actually, was actually in Africa. Mali. Yeah, I think in Mali or in Mali. Egypt or something. Timbuktu. Yeah. Mali. Yeah, Timbuktu, yeah. As in, and they have, they still have scrolls. Me, I'm a mean, walking encyclopedia. These people should be asking me this question. I still have, they still have scrolls <laughs> and all that, but apparently, I don't know if it was the Italians or someone that destroyed them, but what happened back then? It would most likely was, be the French. The French. So what happened back then was the Italians, they used to come, they used to send their kids and they would come, they will learn, and like they were scholars, they will come, they will learn and they will go back. And then it was actually Islam. That was that was the religion back then, but but I don't know if you guys have heard of this um, what's it called? This temple I think in it's in Italy. Half of it is is a mosque, and the the, the other half is a Catholic church. Has, has, has anyone ever heard about that before? No, never. No. So it's a temple, but I think that it was also created back then because the the during the boom, the leaders the the leader the back then in in um, mali timbuktu it was a muslim it was a scholar so he, he encouraged a lot of people to learn to you know to read books and all that and then after the war obviously you know how this federal of wars back then after the war i think it was taken over by um i think italy for a while and then i think france mali took over again for like maybe a few years in france but yeah there's a, there's a, there's a, a nice back and forth there but I know, according to what I read anyway, the first university was in, what's it called? Was in um, Mali. Mali. And then they used to go back and forth. And then this guy, what's this guy? Um, Alexander the Great, Greek. Yeah, Greece took over to, at, at a point. So they set up shop in, I think, Timbuktu and then in, in um, Egypt. So they used, to go, they used to go back and forth. But so the Egyptians... They should, they should send their, their their kids to go learn from the scholars in Mali because when when um Alexander the Great when he took over apparently please don't quote me on this it's just what I read somewhere don't quote me on this but when um when Alexander the Great took over in in Timbuktu he still tried to preserve the the history the scrolls and all that so people could still learn from it but hey as I said don't quote me on that um if we maybe if we actually did watch the um the stuff that Ken was talking about maybe that'll give us more insight and <clears throat> Mr. Walking Encyclopedia why can't I hear anything from you you're supposed to know more yeah no 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 <laughs> I'm not saying like I feel like I, I just kept talking and no one no one said anything I'm not that smart <laughs> Yeah, it was giving an audience. But anyways, yeah, I, I, I saw a lot of things on that show that really opened my eyes. Like, I didn't even know that there was a kingdom called the Kingdom of Kush that was like the most powerful kingdom in um, Sudan one time that they defeated the Romans. Like, there was a woman who was the like the head of the army and she, wow. did, she defeated the Romans. Like, they couldn't take over um, Sudan and stuff like Kush that. Like actually mentioned in the Bible. Yeah? Kush? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, can oh, wow. Kunsh, yo. Kunsh. Oh God, um, Dimeji, please move on. <laughs> uh, just like um, Queen Zinga. I think that was. I think something like that. I can't remember. Zinga yeah, was where, where was she from? The, um, Angola. Oh, okay. Th- that's like a, that's gotta be another one. That's gotta be. Yeah, another. she's a different queen. Like that's what I don't understand. People say, oh, um, feminism, blah blah blah. But if you look at the history of Africa, women have always been powerful. Yeah. Powerful Position. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like most of even the, even in Nigeria, can, can you Yeah, like a lot of a lot of things that I saw on that show, like really opened my eyes. Like back in like hundreds and hundreds of years ago, like we had uh, women that were actually queens and they were leading like army, going to war. They weren't scared, like they were going exactly. to war and leading the army. Yeah, and stuff oh, like Queen that. Queen Lydia, um, Victor, your your yeah, your Queen home. Lydia, yeah, she got her son, blah blah blah. She was. She was like she was a warrior. She was a war- she was yeah. a warrior queen in 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 Ibadan. I've forgotten the the name of the sorry in the, in the Oyo Empire. I've forgotten the That's name. That's where of... this um what's her name? Black Panther people. 
Dora Milanji. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was that from Oyo Kingdom? Oyo Kingdom. The Dora Milanji. Because those women, they were so strong. And then she had, a, apparently, the story was she had a, after their father died, then her brother was a weakling. And then she said she ascended to power. And the kingmaker said, look, you can have the woman as a, as a king. And then she said, you know what, give me three days and I will come out naked to you and I'll be a man. And then they didn't believe her. And then on the third day, as opposed to having a penis, there was, there was no punani there. It, it was just flat. And then that was how they allowed her to be king. Uh, so I thought she was, she was a very fierce warrior, apparently. And that was when the Oyo Empire was, was the Oyo Empire. So yes, women have always been like in places of power from time and time again. I don't know. Yeah, yeah but the only thing I would say, when you guys are looking at this history, try and look at the author because most people, they are biased in their views. True, you're very correct. Like some people, they write condescendingly, you know, when speaking of Africans and they are done by most of all these professors in the West that have never set foot in Africa. So how do you have an authoritative view on a place you've never been to, you've never even set foot to? And these are the people that are writing papers and blah, 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 blah. And that's what um, all these um, Western people make decisions on Africa. Yeah, that, so it's flawed. Yeah, that's so, why this show is really, really great because it was actually stories told by Africans. Like, she went to all these countries and interviewed professors and people who contributed to the UNESCO story and stuff. So it wasn't like white people telling her stories. It was like she was going to these, these countries. She went to Cape Verde. She went to... Like, she traveled everywhere. She went to Mali. She went to Senegal. She went... I reckon she should have at least 52 to 53 episode then <laughs> no 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 yeah. no, no. She, no she wasn't just going like that because if she goes everywhere like Africa is very splintered only Nigeria alone we have over 540 different tribes yeah, yeah no I'm not saying Uganda, she wasn't telling either. the Nigerian she's telling a story African of Africa yes. yes Kenny Kenny that's why I said I, I reckon she goes like she have like 52 episodes because I feel like she, she needs to go to each country and let the people there you know share their stories no no no, no so so we do, maybe you don't maybe when you watch an episode you understand it's not like yeah. she's trying to tell a story of each country she's okay. telling story of Africa as, as as a collective but okay. in each episode she might have a few she even went to shrine she saw she met with Shion they were talking about Fela, about how Fela was always like a proponent for pan-Africanism. So she goes to places. It's not like she's just trying to interview people for just interviewing sake. You know what I mean? Like she's going to yes. places and she's trying to relate it to what she's talking about in that episode. If you know what I mean, like yes. one episode might be about slavery. The next episode might be about the Congo. What really happened mm. in the Congo? How mm. Leopold yeah. and screwed everyone over and killed all these people and how old is the Lumumba? What's the the, the president? Lumumba. Lumumba. Lumumba, yeah. So she, was, she wasn't just focused on like one tribe or anything. She was te- telling the story of Africa. Okay. And it's been, it's not, she's not really just the one telling the story. It's actually coming from people that are from there. And these mm-hmm. are real, like credible stories. So it, that's why it's very, very, because a lot of things that were taught in school and stuff is like written by, you know, it's, 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 it was the British curriculum that were taught in school. So it was a lot of bullshit in there. You yeah. I mean? Like how bloody, um, what's his name? Mongo Park discovered the bloody... <laughs> yeah, yeah, all the sort of nonsense stories, you know, discovering places that already existed and stuff, you know. So, so yeah, she, 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 she did a very, very good job. So I would really recommend it. Anyway, if... Uh, yeah, Mongo gonna... Park is Aussie. Is he? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? A lot of the guys mm-hmm. that actually did, like, some discovery in quotes in Africa were actually Australians. I think even Livingston, Livingstone or whatever is his name, I think he's also... But at the end of the day, I don't think... Under the Queen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 you're right. When you say the Australians, they, they migrated from bloody... Uh, what's it called? You guys, um, do you guys know the Australian, the Australian anthem? No. I thought you were about to say something nasty about Australians now. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> But you know what's funny? Hold on, I'll see if I can find it. Do you do you realize that in the, one of the Australian songs, they actually said it there that um we come from we come from pre you know how how to put it we come from from chains from prisons, pre, from from prisoners to citizens, from um wives of wives of sorry from convicts to citizens, 
from convict from being a convict to toiling the floor to becoming owner of the land. As they, like they actually accepted that they were most their origin origin comes from convicts <laughs> and and slave masters from convicts from sorry. Okay, from, I'm wrong. Livingstone is from Scotland. But oh, okay. definitely Australian though. Yeah, but when you say like I'm saying yeah, Dimitri, when you say Australian, they migrated from, from the UK. Everyone migrated from somewhere, buddy. Like yeah. you are there, you are you've been you you are there, you are there. Because like when you bring up this kind of conversation, it's the same conversation they will bring up when they say, Well, you where are you originally from? Everyone is originally from how somewhere. far back do you go? Exactly. The only people who are originally from here are the indigenous people. Everyone yes. else who is not that color is as yeah, but, but, but I, what, I think what, what I was trying to say is um um is, Mongo Park is also Scottish. Why did I think he was Australian? But my point um, uh, again, I don't know what about you people me I'm Australian or again. <laughs> you know Do you know what? Wait, sorry, sorry, sorry to I have left you here for you people. You know, you, you know what? Let, let me tell you one one, one little thing, funny thing like so we're speaking on the phone. I was speaking on the phone with my mom. My, my mom was like, ah, uh, you know, all this Yoruba, Urikina, Omo, some sort of, some sort of my son. No, Omo, this one is Yoruba. My mom laughed and I said, no, seriously, this is not, don't claim it's Omo, some, something. This one in Omo, Australia. Hey, but that's That's his origin, though. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah, it was just a joke, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, when um, Victor said it's not a not an idea, that's I have what I'm saying. for you people. <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, so you're no more, you're no more uh, uranium. No, uh, Victor. Uh-huh. Ah, now, wow, wow. I never suffer rich. I deserve to be on the yard. <laughs> but you don't have yard to be shaking now, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because are you trying to tell us something? Are you trying to tell us something? Do you do you are you a crush? Or do you wear tongs and shake your booty? Shake my booty. Do I have booty? I'm asking now because it's when you say you decide you you just be on 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 a yacht and wearing tongs. Why? I'm not booty. saying about shaking my booty. No, well, that's that's what the girl said. Yeah, that's her owner. She's talking now. Wait, She's where does this own. man come from, Gogono? So I think it was one of these uh, I one of these um shows. You know how, how this um YouTube shows from the UK. So they asked yeah. the girl, and she was like, "Look, um, she doesn't have time for any useless boyfriends or something. That she she deserves to be on the on the yacht. Yeah, she's supposed to be nineteen years. She deserves to be on the yacht in Dubai in a tongue shaking her booty." <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I deserve to be there with her. <clears throat> you said, "Can you shake booty for the end?" Ah, that's a question, bro. What's it? Okay, sorry. You you wait. You you wait. You wait to 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 find your mommy. That's where the magic happens. Exactly. Um, before Kenny took us, before I interrupted, yeah, sorry, Dimitri, we're, yeah. we're going to talk about um our topic for the day, which was about um entrepreneurship and stuff. Yeah, um, I think Dimitri was starting to tell us about his entrepreneurial ideas when he was in Nigeria before he came to Australia. I wasn't starting. I think you were going to start. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because I think you were saying something about when you were in Lagos, you already were working on something. Yeah, um, line or so. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So uh, I'll try to keep it short, but Dimitri, you, you know this, don't you? When I was so when I was in when I was in university, of I do, but the audience don't know. When I finished, when um, I was in University of Lagos, um, my friend and I, Kenny, we started a business, um, Itinerary Classics. Not Shout me, out though. to what? Not, not this no, Kenny, no, no. different no, Kenny. Not this Kenny. Oh, not this Kenny. It was my, my my Kenny, my friend from um from University of Lagos. We started a business together called Itinerary Classics, and we're making clothes and. After we finished uh, uni and we finished NYC, Dimitri was was working at GT Bank. Kenya started working for his dad. Every, everyone was was working somewhere, and I thought to myself, I don't want to work for someone. Not because I couldn't find I couldn't find job, but I just felt like I wanted to do my own thing. You know, I had these big bright ideas. So the first thing I did was sell my car. 
<laughs> so I sold my car. Was that I the Benz? Yes, 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 yes. I sold I sold that car for one almost hundred k. I sold my car. Um, I sold a few things I didn't need. My dad, my dad, my dad opened this account for me when I was when I was when I was when I was a child. But anyway, long and short is I I just I did everything and I I had uh, money and I bought machines and I you know started my own business. But in saying that, being a, being an, an entrepreneur is one thing, and wanting wanting to, wanting to start a business is another thing. So I think that's one of the things that make people really scared about going into business because sometimes you think you know stuff, but you don't really have all details until you get into it. You know. So I thought I knew I knew everything. My friends that give us a give us a space. I bought I bought all these industrial machines. I could sew, but it wasn't very well, you know. And I started, and four years into it, I realized I wasn't anywhere near where I thought I was going to be. <laughs> you know, and I started regretting why I didn't, you know, look for a job at first and um, get the experience I needed and all that. And then that was when I started working in Conga. I don't know if you remember that, Dimeji. Yeah, I do, I do. In yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I started working in Konga. And, and the money in Konga was absolutely terrible shit. But I was still doing I'm my sure business. I'm sure it's still terrible right now. How much it was? Do they still exist? I don't know. So, so, so I think I'm they not do. Gonna, I think they do. But I think, I think, let me put it this way. For some people, it wasn't that bad. But, uh, what happened to me was I, only, I, I, I just I felt like I needed a job to set me, set me straight and make me understand a few things because when I was doing my business one of my issues was management like I felt like I didn't manage, manage it properly you know and then I wasn't I was making I felt like sometimes I was making money but I didn't know I didn't know how the money was going and it was going back into the business so I didn't have proper accountability for my money I didn't have the financial process to like say, okay, this has to be this, and this has to be that. You know, like, I, I think I made, those, the highest amount of money I made at one time was I think about 400K. I did, I did a business. I made clothes for, for a big organization and I got about, I think, 600K or something. I made about four, four, oh, 350K or something. And um, bro, I can't, okay, obviously, I, I think I, I set service on my machine. I did, I did a few things, but I can't really tell you this is, where and where the rest of the money went into. So I I, st- I started making shoes at, at some point. So I, I, invest, I invested part of that money into, into the, shoe, the, the shoe business. But my point is, back and forth, I, did, I felt like I wasn't managing this business properly. Uh, and I started working in Conga and they're paying me. Can anyone guess roughly? 40,000. Uh, plus 10K. Oh. At what year was this? 20, 20, 2014? Wait, where did I come? 2014. 2013. They paid me 50k. But that was because I was working in um what's I was working in um customer service and then later they moved me to telemarketing and, and all that, you know. Like I, I was I started getting good at it, but they paid me 50k. But was there commission on, on the payments? Nah. Bro, that's the thing. Well, sorry, sorry to call you short. That's the thing. Like yeah. when you realize how much we're getting paid in Nigeria, you realize a lot of shit, shit money. Like, oh God, like money. I, I just look back sometimes and I think to myself, like, oh my god, how was how the hell was I surviving on this sort of bullshit salary and stuff? In my own case, I don't say I I, I don't want to say they, they exploited me because I, I can't use the word exploit because they told me before I got I got the job. But what happened was they had this system where some people were contract and some people were full time, full time. But the, the funny thing is, the people that are full time in my same role, they're paying them, I think, 100k, 120k. But I was also full time, but they pay me as a contract staff. They pay me as they pay me, um, what's it called? They pay me 50k as the other contract staff. But something funny happened when I started working. So, I first of all, I started working night shift, and then for some reason, my business just picked up. I don't know how it happened. So I think that was when I, I started investing in shoes. But that's when I, and then I started selling more, more of my shoes and then a few, a few clothes because I stopped designing clothes because I just put all my effort into shoes. 
but my shoe business just like I was selling a lot of a lot of shoes, and that was because I started doing um I started using um what's it called um Ashoke. I don't know if you guys know what Ashoke is. Yeah. yeah, I started using Ashoke to make shoes, and then I didn't have, I didn't I didn't I didn't buy those Ashoke. Like my grand my granddad was a used to be um what's it called in in Ikiti back then. So my, my dad had a lot of Adire Ashoke, like a lot. So I just went home and packed them. And I started cutting them into size and I started giving giving my, my shoe guy. We just started making them. And for some reason, people, people, people were buying them. People still owe me about 400k like this or 500k like this in Nigeria. Because I was selling and then I started, I, I put my, put my, my markup to like almost 70%. Though. I would pr- produce those things for like maybe 3k, 4k. Because I'm, 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 I'm there to keep the, uh, the quality high. And I was selling them for sometimes 7, 5. So sometimes maybe it depends on the person 10k sometimes you know but there was one particular guy I was selling shoes to for 15k but you say Bushmita I want the Bushmita to cash on that <laughs> <laughs> I was selling the guy the guy paid me just twice and then I saw I saw I saw to him like maybe like at five or six different shoes he's, he's out of assembly in Lagos he's still in the shoes tomorrow <laughs> 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 I'm telling you like, but but the reason I I said that happened was, if you see me walking in Conga, I bought a new car back then. Like, I bought a new, I bought a small car, I bought a new car. So you would think the money they were paying me was a lot, you know. But as per you lag boy now, packaging and all that, you think they paid me a lot of money. Like, you know, like I was going out more, I was I was doing a lot more things. But that was just because my my business was booming, you know. And then I thought to myself, I'll come to Australia. And then I did, um, what's it called? I studied, I, that's what made me choose what I studied. I studied a um, master's in management, but entrepreneurship and innovation. I thought, you know, I'll come to Australia and maybe I'll bring all my experience from running a business and all that to Australia. And <coughs> y'all know the rest of the story. <laughs> No, but yes. like, I mean, for me, what, I, what I've been waiting to ask is, why do you think you've not gone back to doing those things? Here? So, um, really, when I came in at first, I was really keen on doing them. And I started like, I started like, you know, doing the groundwork, looking around and asking questions. But I, I, I realized that in Nigeria, the cost of production was, wasn't, wasn't very high. So in Nigeria, what I needed to focus more on was the quality and then the, my fabric. So I, I needed to like, I needed to get, if I, if, if I had good fabric, good fabric immediately synonymizes good finishing. Because say, for example, if you have sheet, sheet fabric, even if you, you sew them very well, they'll, they'll still come out a bit wobbly. But if you have good fabric and you have the good threading, the threading will stay well on the fabric and it's look nice. So even the finishing, even if it's a bit bad, it still look nice because you've got good fabric, right? But in Australia, I don't know if I want to sew and get, you know, and do do an affordable t-shirt. The cost of production will go into about $40. And then how much do I want to, do I want to sell a t-shirt to someone? Like when they, they, they can go to a shop and buy that same T-shirt for maybe twenty-five dollars or thirty bucks. My my cost of production is just forty dollars. I've not talked thought, thought of cost of uh, um, transport and stuff. Transport, marketing them. You know, that's making making the T-shirt. What what, what about the ink I, I want to put on it? Do, do, I, do I want to use um, uh, what's it called? Do I want to use threading, um, monogramming? Do I want to do normal printing? That, so there's a lot of all these things that you would you would you would you would look at. So that's what puts me off at first. And as you all know, I just decided to segue into styling, which I was doing at first in Nigeria. Like so in Nigeria, what I was doing was um I did like industrial sewing and I I made t-shirts. I styled people, like they'll have an idea, they'll come, I'll I'll style them and then I'll make I'll make the clothes for them. You know, so I just I just stuck to styling people here, and I would source I would source my um I would source my 
my pieces like that's the clothes from different places and i put them together but again it's australia it's a bit hard like to source to get pieces that are like exclusive if, if that makes sense you know like so for example in nigeria i could buy a fabric i could if if say they had like maybe two or three rows and i see that it's good it's good fabric it's going to really sell i would try to buy to buy all of it and that way if you see that fabric anywhere you know okay i bought from this person I don't know if, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I couldn't do that here because you know. So there, there was a, there was a, there, were, there were a lot of things that were hindrances, which is why I think a lot of people that had ideas in Nigeria, right, when they come here, at first everybody want balance. Like you know, we all want to you know get our get our foot in and and you know that's where the whole rat race begins. Like. Uh, from wanting to balance, you know, to a um, uh, person is asking for money for house, you know, and then gradually, 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 you're shoving your passion aside. One, maybe because you feel you might not make you as much money as what you're doing right now. Two, you think about all the stress in doing it, all right? And three, you think about, at the end of the day, if I do this thing, who, who we might market, you know? Yeah, so, I understand. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so I think that's that's one of the one of the one of the major issues to people being entrepreneurs in Australia because it just depends on what you want to do. You know, I've thought about you know maybe going to China, buying my stuff because I I also tried um you know outsourcing, getting my stuff from China and all that. But if you want to buy from China, if you're buying, if you're not buying, say one particular product and you're buying a hundred of them that no one no one is interested in you yeah you know? well but sorry sorry to cut you short yeah. but that no, depends on who you're speaking with are you speaking with um, a retailer or are you speaking with the manufacturer themselves manufacturers Kenny no, yeah you, not, there's no way you can go to a manufacturer for a few pieces you know but my point is Kenny let me give you an example right so if you speak to say a manufacturer because you are trying to produce your clothes from scratch yes yeah exactly i like a lot of times i sit down i'm driving i see something that could be a design i park my car and i i design like stuff on my on my own you know if that makes sense i used to do a lot in nigeria and i used to just put different things together and they, they, some come out looking terrible some come out looking looking nice yeah. so i used to do, like, I do, I used to do a, a lot of that i have all these ideas but it's one thing for me to explain all these ideas to somebody in China and something for me to say I want just 10 of this I want just 10 of this I want maybe 20 of this because that way say for example I have just 10 of that right I can set my own price because mm-hmm. that's my hard work you know I can, I can set my price I can do this I can, do, I can do that but the manufacturer in China will tell you if I'm doing that at all I'm doing maybe 1,000 pieces or else I'm going to sell you a plain t-shirt and give you 100 you know what I mean because yeah. no one wants, they don't, they don't, they don't want to have to go through the stress of cutting this piece together. Say, I want, say, for example, I want a, um, a plain back, a plain front and a pattern back. I want the front to, to be, I, I want a plain front, put a printing on it, then put a mesh on it. So you're like, it's, it's reflective. As in, I don't know if, if you, 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 you get this point, but that's a, 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 a lot of work for them. And you'll be like, if I'm not making 1,000 pieces of this where I'm going to recoup my money, so it just be, there'll be only be one hard work and everything is just re- repetition. Yeah. Check it. Exactly. Yeah. No, one is, no one is willing to listen to you. So this so, are the... Um, um, buddy, like, yeah. I mean, it sounds to me like you're thinking of doing like a sample for you to see before you then make plenty... Yeah, yeah, but Dimeji, what I can say is maybe I'll make a sample first, and then mm-hmm. I start making, I start, I start making a lot. But let me, how many times we are Nigerians? Let's 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 be factual. We all like exclusivity, true or false? Yeah, exactly. So if how you, we all we all want to have that feeling of if I buy a t-shirt, right? I want maximum maybe two, three, four people to to be wearing it, right? Not. Sorry, so t-shirts that one million people are wearing, right? Especially if I'm paying 
upwards of fifty dollars or sixty bucks for it, or upwards of one fifty dollars for it. Did you get my point? Mm. So that takes away. So what the guys in China are offering you, it takes away the exclusivity, uh, exclusivity on, on it. So it's for it's for big for big retailers that say, for example, the other maybe they will make t-shirts and have like maybe five hundred pieces and send it to Perth, Victoria, um, Tazi, and generally they'll spread they'll spread it, spread it across. Oh, I get mm. what you're saying. Now. Yeah. So all this, all, all all these are things that would like would just set you up, piss you off, like no, because obviously I'm trying to make clothes, but I'm trying to make them exclusive. I'm trying to make clothes that people are gonna like. Like I I preach styling. I preach I preach. You know, looking your own style. I want to be able to say, okay, look, I look at somebody and say, um, maybe you've been on the big side. Maybe you want big tees, but instead of just giving regular big t-shirts, you know, let's make it to fit to fit you. You know, so. In Nigeria, I could say, okay, um, this looks nice, but how about we try it this way? And then I can just sit down with my my tailors, and then we can fix something for them. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but I I, I can't do that here. It sounds like what you need to do, buddy, is you need to go learn how to sew. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> learning how to sew, learning how to sew is one thing, Kenny. But look at it this way: if I learn how to sew, right, the time it take me to sew one nice t-shirt. Like I said, Ken, you know, I said earlier before that the guys in China, they want to do the hard work just once and then start start repeating because obviously putting all the pieces together is the, is, is, is the hard bit. So I can't keep doing that on and on and on and on and on. Do you understand? Obviously, I'm, I'm working, I'm doing other stuff. You know, just imagine if I put manpower so sorry, buddy. Sorry, yeah, go on. I you've, you've, you've. Sorry, I, I want to ask you why. So why don't you go back to Nigeria for them to do it for you, Nigeria, for the guys you used to use, and then ship, ship it here? Yeah, yeah. And how much? And how much that cost, Kenny? That's not. I mean, that's that's part of. The I don't cost. know how much you. Yeah, it's ship stuff here, but I guess like, no. This conversation is like maybe for. Yeah, yes, we've had them. Why we've not yes. yeah. them? And if it is possible for you to get an advice, so you don't have to listen to what we're saying anyway. But I was thinking Obviously, about the yeah, entire yeah. time also, and what I was like, same thing Kenny said. If like it was cheaper for you to do it in Nigeria, then like what would it take for you to just do that thing in Nigeria and then send it down here? As, but then again, I haven't tried to Australia before, so I don't so even know. You guys, you guys, you guys, but right now I spoke with Yomi last week. It's forty five hundred dollars a kilogram, and then when you get here, you pay um, some other fees to the person. Exactly. So, Kenny, that's that's four thousand five hundred dollars, yeah. Naira, naira, sorry. Uh, oh, okay. All yeah, right, four five hundred naira per kilo. All um, right, hold on, Kenny. That's not a lot. No, it's not too much. It's not a lot. It's not a lot of money at all. But now we are Nigerians, yes. Yeah. How many times have, have you guys used tailors in Nigeria? But but wait, it's not yeah. like you're no, overcomplicating things. You do want no, no, I'm not overcomplicating. I'm not overcomplicating things, Kenny. How would you feel if I said I can give you this kind of clothes and then I I give you something something else? So that's why I said. <laughs> did you hear me say I will sit down with my with my tailor and then we will do it together? Because yeah. if I don't, if I don't give someone something, do you understand? I can yeah. be I can say okay, this guy is very good, but there's that. No, but that, um, actually, I actually better. just remember that I knew someone in Melbourne who, are, yeah. who was selling like our normal native clothes, mm-hmm. like all this senator and everything. Making like he would measure idea. people here in yeah. Melbourne, send the measurement to his own tailor. They would sew it yeah. and he would, bring, he, would, he would sell it to them here. And I'm sure yeah. he must have been putting some like bastard Nothing mark up on it. Yeah. Oh, that, oh. See, Kenny, um, um, Dimeji, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, but you guys need to understand this. So what I'm trying to do is, again, not to take out the, exclus- the exclusive exclusivity on, on the clothing. Do you understand? What you go want could different from what um, this guy go want. She gets. So in Nigeria, at least now, I, f- I feel don't get pattern down. Do you understand? Like, so let me, let me give an example. Of, say I'm making a T-shirt, right? I have pattern for large, medium, small. Then I know we, we we know how to make big medium, we know how to make big uh big small. It's like there's all these there's all these all these things that needs to go in. 
Do you understand? But in saying that, this is just, a, I'm just giving an example for a t-shirt, right? So I want to make, say, 10 t-shirts and I want to sell them, say, $150, right? So if I'm making, if I'm making 10 t-shirts, um, but, okay, let's say I'm making the same t-shirt, the same, the same pattern, right? I have to make like 10 of each and I'm not certain of getting people to buy them down here yet. One, that's one. Two, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, sorry. My head don't, don't want to knock. Yeah, as I was saying, two, a lot of people, like, I'm, I, again, I'm, I'm just using, giving an example of, of, um, of T-shirts. Right? A, a lot of people, they, they go look say, Baba, this T-shirt, we did we they sell for here. I feel I feel us buying from Australia. Sure you get. So you, it sounds like you're trying to uh what do you say? Eat your cake and have it at the same time. You want to make it exclusive, and yes. at the same time, you want to make it cheap, and at the same time, you don't have hey, Kenny. Kenny, at, at first I need to make it affordable for, for people to be able to buy it. But you can't be exclusive. No, and very I feel cheap. like if something is exclusive, there's no way it can be. There's no way it can be very cheap those, now because you those two words don't go together. Yeah. If if it is expensive, then you know you're making it for some certain category of people. Yeah. And I mean, maybe the first thing you then need to find out is is there a market for those kind of people that <laughs> want to now? So Kenny, uh, you know, that was where yeah. I was trying to. That's how I was trying to explain it piecemeal, like gradually. That's how I was trying to get to. Do you understand? So making something exclusive obviously means top-notch top-notch uh, code material, you know, yeah. the style different, blah, 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 blah. And I'm telling someone I want to sell it to you for maybe $200. How many people are going to put $200 on a shirt, Kenny? I mean, if it, is, if it is a... Exclusive. Um, exclusive. Exactly. Exclusive. If it is exclusive, then I don't think you're expecting to sell a lot of it to start I'm with. Not, you're probably expecting to sell like just 10 of it. Exactly. Yeah. But if I want to sell like just 10 of it, I want to have, I want to be certain that I have a market that every 10 I have, I, I know I make $2,000 from, it is standard. As okay, opposed so to, if I was going to ask you a question now, like to yes. like summarize everything, like what would you say would be like your top three reasons why you've not like gone about like your entrepreneurial dreams in Australia? The, 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 the variables, the, uh, what's it called? The, the the fine the fine details like I like I'm you've worked with me before Ken um Dime, Dimeji you know how I want if I want something to be a certain way if it's not that way then I, I don't feel like it's working I don't I don't know if that makes sense and I feel like I from here if I'm working from somewhere in, if I'm working with someone from Nigeria or someone from China I can't control my I want my products to be top notch I I I can't control control the product I can only see the end result. So can you summarize this point as you're a control freak? And that's why you've not been able to... <laughs> okay, let me ask you a question. Let yeah. me ask you a question. Have you yeah. ever read, read up on Versace, for example? Have you ever... Have you, there's a... There's a... There's a uh, what's it called? There's a... There's a, there's a series a on there. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Exactly. So you think you understand my point now? If I'm telling you that something... Is, I want something to be exclusive from every stitch every stitch must be detailed to that point that I like. Because, let me use you as, as an example, Dimitri. when I saw these shoes in Asia, when I brought, brought, brought it to you in TTB, you wore those shoes and you said you didn't like them at some point. And then, your guys, your guys at, in, at the office said, ah, oh, but wait, this shoe is nice and some people said, said they like them. Do you remember? Yeah. Exactly. I want, it, it's, 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 it sounds like it's, it's impossible, but I had those customers when I was in Nigeria that they know that if Bali they give me something, a standard, sure you get. And I had some people that they, they just felt like my product was shit. My cousins thought my, my, my product was shit, was terrible. And they only bought for me because, okay, they're my cousins. But I have yeah, people but, that. Uh, Buddy, you've mentioned yeah. now that you and Versace are control freaks. But I mean, Versace <laughs> still found a way to. <laughs> Versace still found a way to get his design out to the world. So, yeah. what are you doing about your designs then? Um, I'm just drawing them and I'm, I'm putting them on my notepad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I guess if you're, if you're really passionate about it, 
just go go back to Nigeria and go have a chat with a very good tailor that you, you trust and stuff and sort of try yeah, to yeah, draw yeah. up a few designs. And what the first I? thing I'll say, I don't think the first thing you should be worried about worried about, sorry, is um is the tailors actually. I think you should find try to find the market first. Because it doesn't yeah. sound like you have the market. You want but to no, sell Kenny, 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 how will I tell someone you're saying find the market? Someone is someone they need to see a product to be sold now. Yeah, they no, can see it on your body. I'm sure Versace was wearing his shit before he started selling it. To I see. I wear a lot of my shit to, to date now. Yeah, exactly. So, so when you wear your shit, like, are people asking you questions like, "Oh, where can I get this?" That's already your market, I guess. Mm. I'm sorry to turn it into an intervention, but I guess no, that's it's not what, an, no, what no, it is doing. Exactly. That, that, that's the purpose of this of this of this um of this episode anyway. It was about entrepreneurship, but the point is. The point is, so let me give you the for one of the first things I said was, um, we all get here and then we all get um lost in the rat race, like Timothy said. She what would I tell my 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 woman that okay, oh, I'll, I want to start exactly just <laughs> hospital start making clothes and then I want to leave my work, my everything. AMJ go swear for you. Now, now I get to the point. So I need to be. I feel like again, this is one of the misconceptions, and I'm I'm still in it. But I feel like I need to be comfortable to a certain point if I I, I start taking such risks. In Nigeria, I had not, 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 nothing to lose. Do you understand? So in Nigeria, yeah. really, I didn't have much to lose. Yeah. Like yeah. worst case scenario, on days I don't make I'll just take. I'll enter bus because I, I I told you I stood in a car. I'll enter bus. I'll go back to Egbeda. I'll, I'll go to my house. My man, my man don't cook beans and fish. I go chop. I go. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, on these when on these when there was there was nothing. But here, you know, it's like okay, if this doesn't work out, well, am I going to fall back on? You know. So these are these are things that, for example, migrants would think about. Like okay, I want to I want to follow my passion, but what if it doesn't work out? What, what, what will I fall back on? You know, like I think so. So these are a few of the issues. So it's easy for us to say, oh, I want to start a business, but. You need to be able to, you know, have something to fall back on if if it doesn't work out. Yeah. yeah. I get what you, I get what you mean. I understand what you mean. Yeah, so that's my that's my own my, my own my own anyway. So I I guess if, you know how we've put this out there for people to, you know, hear a bit of our our, our stories. But I feel like again, how Kenny and Dimitri put up real valid points. I'm gonna be honest, I've explored those points you guys brought up, you know, and I felt like they weren't going to work out for me. But if I'm being honest with myself and with the call, I probably didn't explore them enough. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I probably didn't explore them deeply. I probably didn't think about other like you know, I I did I didn't think of, of other alternatives. Because I just felt like I beg that's not working. You know, let me stick to what's what is paying me here. You know, so I feel like if you if you're out there and you know you have this, you're passionate about something, and you know that you're going to give top notch product. Because I I feel like if I'm giving you a product, it has to be top notch, and you can you can pr- pr- provide top notch. You know? Go for it. But you know, again, I'm talking about consumable. I'm, I'm talking about um um products. You can be rendering a service, and once you're rendering a service, you don't need you don't need all this overhead, all this stuff that I've mentioned. You know, yeah. I mean, obviously, like because your business is already generating enough cash flow to handle those things. What I said, because obviously, your business is already calculating enough, ca- you're already generating enough cash flow to handle those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, um, your fears that you've shared, buddy, I'm not even sure we'll be able to go through. Maybe, like, it's interesting enough. This topic is interesting enough that we can pick everyone's, like. So, so to say, entrepreneurial dreams that they've just shoved aside and then try to dissect it gradually. And I guess it would be interesting to then come back with feedback of what we've done since then. Yeah, I think that would be good. I think it would also be good if we could just um, hear feedback from guys. Like, yeah. I think that would be, be really good. Like, if if, if, if we can hear, if you get feedback from people, you know, on maybe things that stop them from achieving their own goals, and then we can actually put Put it on the pod, you know. Like we can, you can, you, you guys can send it to our our our, our, our socials. Or I mean, obviously, like if there are people, like if you're listening also, and like you'd like to jump on the podcast to discuss like your entrepreneurial dreams and 
Maybe oh, once you've started, one that you started and it didn't work out and you had to go back into like the rat race again and stuff like that, that would also be quite in, like interesting to hear because, I mean, leaving your country for another place is not easy. And I, I, I can imagine, like for me now, like, I mean, I know it's not my turn to discuss mine, but like one of the things that has stopped me has always been that like I need to say, make money and like what happens if I don't get my permanent residency and I need to go back if I become an entrepreneur and it has not worked out, then I'll be going back with a lot less than if I was doing a full-time job. And because of that, like I've never given it any thoughts to like try to even check the market and see what I can do. But I feel like if you have like the strong Lagos also spirit, like there's so much you could do by yourself here that you don't really have to be working for someone. And especially yeah. now that we're all settled and we have like permanent residency, but is a citizen. We really need to like start thinking of how we can get out of this rat race and actually build like proper empires and industries. I feel like yeah. we need to be able to again. I'm not a control freak, keep the energy, but I feel like we need to be able to. Now you I, liking yourself to Versace. Now Versace was a control no, freak. He listen, was known listen. for that. I feel like I feel, I feel like or a service. You need to be able to back it up. You need to, be able to stand by it. So I feel like if you're here. And you can prove, I know that you can stand behind whatever it is that you're producing, your service, go for it. You know, like go for it. Like if you have, if, if you have, if you have good, good uh, products or good services, people will come back. It's just like Bonaboy. Bonaboy has, people say he has a shit first time. So we, 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 we say yeah, he's wrong. Do you understand? So people yeah, say, we're seeing what about Bonaboy now. Now, you are talking about the product and you are talking about. Yeah, about fandom. No, no, no. But but is running his service. Yeah, and, yeah well, and no, but like what don't... Kenny is saying is like you are a fan of Bonaboy, so because of that you can ignore his terrible attitude. So to yeah, say. you can separate the things. Thing. It's easy for you to let go of all those things that he does because, as you said, he's rendering your service. But the major reason you are staying is like the way like me and Kenny like Apple now. There's nothing in this world you can't see. Like Apple is this one, Apple is that one. It's like, eh, whatever. We're still gonna buy the next Apple device that comes out. <laughs> and same way you like your Android. No matter what we say about it, you're already sold on Android. So it's more than Android rendering you a service. You love well, the, your product and you continue to buy it. And that's good. just well, my yeah. I feel like again, my point is if you have a good set, like if you, if your service is top-notch, right? I'm not saying you have a shit personality. But if you can stand by your service, you know, like go for it, do it because you know the, the energy. What you said is what holds a lot of us back. You know, like we feel like okay, we haven't gotten maybe our residencies, we haven't gotten maybe our citizenship. If we even if after we get these things, if our business ideas don't work out, what are we going to fall back on? I mean, yeah. for for you guys now, I guess it's even a lot harder. Like you've got young kids, you've got a young yeah. family. Unless like your wife is your wife or your partner is supposite, supportive of it from the start that like she's saying, okay, I will back this family up while you are getting your shit together. But I mean, even that's like, like the male ego will not even allow you to want to like starve your family of funds you know? while you are being an entrepreneur. So it's, it probably gets harder as like, as time to goes on. Family. Yes, yeah. it does. So, so, I feel like, Dimitri, you are really. I like how you're, you're really hitting the point on the on the head. How you are you letting me just bubble on, and then you're picking the the, the main factor, not hitting it on the head, which is really good, you know. So like, my head can be correct sometimes, but there's not some, I like I, keyword in that in that statement is so, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Dimitri, sorry, Dimitri, we're gonna tell us you you were talking before, but you said it's not your turn. You can make it your turn and tell us about your own. Yeah. Story, I, I feel like we've spoken for a while and it'll probably be interesting to unless we want to keep on talking and just make this like a very long episode or something. Yeah, let's yeah, just okay. keep talking. If, if if it's too long, then we'll make it into a double, double episode. 